0: Jesus continues to teach the disciples until he ascends to into heaven. He leaves them with the promise that they will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the apostles had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom, of, kingdom to Israel? He replied, it is not for you to know the times or the periods that the father has set by his own authority but you but you will receive the power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem in all Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth when he had said when he had said this as they were were watching he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were all, and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey away. When they entered the city, they went up, went to the room upstairs where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot and Judas the son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer. Together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people.
1: Peter tells believers not to be surprised by the world's hostility toward their faith. In fact, they should see suffering for Jesus' sake as a privilege because it is a promise that they will share in his glory. A reading from the letter of Peter. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that is taking place among you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in so far as you are sharing Christ's sufferings, so that you may also be glad and shout for joy when his glory is revealed. If you are reviled in the name of Christ, you are blessed. Because the spirit of glory, which is the spirit of God, is resting on you. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that you may exalt you in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Discipline yourselves and keep alert. Like a roaring lion, your adversary, the devil prowls around, looking for someone to devour Resist him, steadfast in your faith, for you know that your brothers and sisters in all the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. And after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, support, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the power for forever and ever amen hear what the spirit hear what the spirit is saying to the churches you, God.
2: the holy gospel of our savior jesus christ according to john glory, glory to you lord christ jesus looked up to heaven and said father the hour has come glorify your son so that the son may glorify you Since you have given him authority over all people, to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you, for the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one, as we are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. You may be seated. The Ascension is not a doctrine that you hear preached much, partly I think because the way it's presented in, in the book of Acts is a little bit comical. Um, here you have Jesus standing with his disciples and he begins to go up into heaven and they're sort of gazing up and then a cloud kind of has to hide him from view so we're not caught looking up his skirts, I guess. Um and, and it's, you know, it seems kind of weird. Um, and then the angel says, he will come again in the same way that you saw him go. Um, I think a little bit of what's going on is that Luke is presenting Jesus as competing with Caesar. Um, when Augustus Caesar died and his body was cremated, his cupbearer swore that he saw Caesar's effigy ascending into heaven, and so the Senate declared Caesar a god. Um, Luke is saying, yeah, Jesus went up into heaven the same way, and better yet, he will come back. Of course, we get into lots of trouble when we start trying to predict when he's going to come back. That crackpot in California just recently, what was the date, May 25th or 27th, something like that? I had friends on Facebook who, you know, sort of laid out a a suit of clothes on the floor and took a picture and, you know, sort of, I've I've been raptured, you haven't kind of thing. Yeah, you know, we get into that. Um, He even got some folks to cash out their retirement benefits and give him the money so that he could advertise the end of the world. If the end of the world is coming, you're not going to need your retirement benefits, right? His big mistake was not to just disappear with the money and say, bye, I went, you didn't, um, I've got it. No, he said that the hidden judgment has begun and that the rapture will now happen in October. Um, so, so watch for it. He's not the first guy to have predicted the end, and he won't be the last guy. The early Christians, some of them, believed so ardently that Jesus was about to come back any minute that they, in fact, also cashed out their retirement plans. And, and Paul, in the letter to the Thessalonians, has to scold them a little bit. Don't just be sitting there idly doing nothing, waiting for him to come back. You've got to be about your work, earning your keep just like everyone else. The angels today, um, Luke of course is writing at a time when the end hasn't come and the end hasn't come and the end hasn't come and people are getting disappointed. Um, What are we supposed to do? And so Luke is going to tell his story in such a way that the end is pushed off out there to an indefinite future And in the meantime, we're living in the age of the Spirit. The Spirit's going to come, establish the church, and we are supposed to be taking the gospel to to the ends of the earth. And so the angels say to the the men standing there looking up, why are you standing there gazing into heaven? Um, The implication being, you have work to do, get on with it. Um, So they go back and go up into the upper room and begin to pray for the Spirit. John takes a very different view of things. And I'm convinced that John had a copy of Luke's gospel in his hand when he wrote his own gospel. There are too many of the stories that are similar for that not to have happened. And so John is critiquing Luke a little bit. The beginning of this chapter, chapter 17, it's the last chapter in the long discourse that Jesus delivers to his disciples at the Last Supper, sort of saying, I'm about to go, here's what you all need to be doing. At the beginning of chapter 17, Jesus looks into heaven, not the disciples, and he says, the hour has come. The disciples in Acts ask, is now the time that you're going to restore the kingdom? And the angel, and Jesus says, it's not for you to know the times, the seasons, so on and so forth. John looks into heaven, or Jesus looks into heaven in John's gospel and says, the hour has come. This is it. This is the restoration of the kingdom. Be ready. And then he goes into one of those things that if you followed it while I was reading, you're doing better than me. Glorify the Son, that the Son may glorify you with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. They are mine, mine are yours, I'm in them. That wonderful confusion of boundaries, the divine coherence. Jesus has been given authority to grant eternal life to anyone whom he wants. And this is eternal life, to know that you are the only true God, and Jesus Christ you have sent. Well, we already know that. So we're living eternal life now, is John's implication. This is it. We're living it. Protect them in that name that you also gave to me. Everything that Christ was or is in the world, we are now. I am no longer in the world, but I'm coming to you. But they are in the world. Everything that Christ was or is in the world, we are now. I love that this Lent, we got to read those long passages out of John's Gospel and sort of go back and review the whole thing. Remember how John's Gospel starts. John the Baptist is standing, um, and Jesus walks by. He says, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Two of his disciples hear that, John's disciples. Next day, same thing, and they follow Jesus. Jesus turns around sees them and says, what do you seek? And they say, where are you staying? And he says, come and see. The big question in John's gospel is, where is God in the world now that the temple is gone? Where are you staying? And Jesus says, come and see. And we end, of course, with the disciples running up to the empty tomb, and there are the two angels at the head and the foot This is now the holy of holies. This is where God remains in the world, in the empty tomb. Everything that Jesus was or is in the world, we have become. The one line in this passage from John that troubled me a little bit was Jesus said, I am praying on their behalf, not on behalf of the world, but on their behalf because they are yours. Why would Jesus not pray for the world? And the reason is because we have become the high priest. Jesus entered the Holy of Holies to intercede for the world. Everything Jesus was or is in the world, we have become. It's our vocation to pray for the world. So John says, this is the hour. It's already here. You're already living eternal life. Don't be waiting for some apparition to come back down from heaven on the clouds. This is it. And your vocation now is to pray for the world. In the adult forum, we've been talking, several books that we've read, we've begun to use the language of divinization to become divine. Baptism, at our baptism, we die to sin and are raised to newness of life. We have become divine. We begin the process of becoming divine, coming closer and closer to God already now. This is eternal life. To know that you are the only true God and that you sent Jesus Christ. We have it now. And we participate in the divinization of the world, the bringing of the world to God, making it come closer and closer to God. When we bring bread and wine forward at the Eucharist, fruit of the earth, work of our hands, and place it on the altar, we ask God to transform it into divine things, into the body and blood of Christ. It's already happening. It's happening week by week by week. We're not going to be like some crackpot waiting for the end of the world. The end of the world is now. It's the divinization, it's God's purpose for the world to take everything into God's self, to be transformed. Jesus looks to heaven and says, The hour has come. Glorify the Son. I have glorified you. Now glorify me. Glorify them purpose of the incarnation was to begin the transformation of the world, and we continue that transformation as we come here to worship, not waiting for some end time, but seeing it happen now in those moments when God gives us glimpses of the divine glory. Amen.